I want to speak to you for a few moments on the lessons from the pencil. This message was not intended to be this long, to be honest with you. It was supposed to be a one Sunday message and move on, but it has become uh, um, a couple weeks already. And hopefully uh, the first Sunday I, I taught the lesson, the second Sunday I've gave a pop quiz, and today we're doing the final exam. We're going to finish it today. Amen. Uh, no matter where we land today, we're, we're done. We're done. We're done today. Into the next five years, we'll preach it again. But we are done tonight and today and hope we're done with this message. Um, but it's been, it's been refreshing. And there's so much that, that God speaks to us. That God allows us to learn from a pencil. A pencil that, that sometimes the simplicity of the gospel. Amen. Sometimes the simplicity of the message in the gospel that sometimes brings more uh, value into your life and communicates. God uses simple things to bring uh, a great perspective of who he is and how God touches our life and transforms our lives in a powerful way. But I want to continue this lesson on lessons from the pencil. And I want to read our scripture this morning. And we're going to just lay the foundation and I'm going to move quick. In the book of John... Chapter 10, verse 28 through 30, this is what it says. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my hand, my Father's hands. I and the Father are one. And I wanted to talk to you about that topic and, you know, I've shared with you a couple of things in the past couple of weeks about the pencil maker. The pencil maker, of course, took the pencil aside and, and just before he put him in the, into the two box, in the box, he told him a couple of things that the pencil must remember that it was, that is going to happen to him. And if you allow me just to recap for a moment for those who are here for the first time or those who are watching online for the first time. The pencil maker took the pencil aside and gave him five things that he needed to know. He told the pencil, before I send you into the world, before I send you out into the world, there's a couple things that you always need to remember and never forget. And you'll become the best pencil that you can be. He told him, you'll be able to do many great things, but only if you allow yourself to be held by someone else on someone's hands. And then he told him, you will be as you will experience a painful sharpening from time to time, but you will need it to become a better pencil. He also told him you will be able to correct mistakes that you'll make. And then he told him, but the most important part of you will always be what's inside of you. And then lastly, he told him on every surface that you use on, you must leave your mark. No matter what the condition, you must continue to write. The pencil understood and promised to remember and went into the box with purpose in his heart. How many know that we need to have purpose in life? I believe that many of us as Christian believers, sometimes when we understand our life, when we understand our condition of life, that if there's some purpose in our life to continue pushing forward, there's a purpose that will push us to continue living. A purpose that will continue that in spite of what I've been through. 
that in spite of the setbacks in my life, in spite of what it might look like right now, and the conditions that in my life that, in my, that I'm facing right now, that I need to understand and learn that there's, there's purpose in my heart. There's purpose in my life. And we need to understand that. Uh, as I continue this message tonight, today, the first thing I want to know to understand that the master told the pencil is allow yourself to be held. And just like the pencil in the hands of the right person can do some amazing things. That, you know, if, we, if you allow yourself to surrender yourself in the right hand, in the right person, in the right individual, if you allow yourself to be held by God, how many know that th there's so much possibilities and potential as you move forward with God? If you allow yourself to surrender your will and surrender or maybe our pride or surrender our, 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 who we are and surrender totally to the presence of God and understand, yes, uh, you know what? If I do that, I believe there's great potential in my life. And you need to understand just like the pencil. A pencil can make beautiful drawings in the hands of an artist. A pencil can craft the most amazing stories in the hands of a writer. A pencil can solve the most complicated mathematic equations in the hands of, 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 a, of a person who knows about math. A person can sketch the most perfect blueprints in the hands of an architect. A pencil can write the most touching notes in the hands of a loved one. But in their own hands, in their own hands, like I've told you the past couple of weeks, a pencil in their own hands can, can, cause, can, be, can become a useless or worse use for the wrong things. In the hands of a two-year-old, a pencil becomes a dangerous toy, you know. But, but you know what? So, so it depends who is holding your life, who, who, who are you allowing to, to hold you and that you trust and, and say, God, yes, it might not be working the way I want, but, you know, and you've tried it on your own ability. You have tried it in your own strength. You tried to do things your way, and you've realized, yes, doing it my own way and doing it my, 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 you know, my, the way I think is going to work out. How many know it doesn't sometimes work out the way you think is going to work out? But you got to trust it. Lord, you know what? I trust you. I give it to you. Everything that I am, everything that I have, I give it to you. And that's exactly what takes place when you allow yourself to be held by the master. And I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. And I don't know who, who, who's watching online and, and watching through social medias and, and, and different platforms and listening. You know what? God's want me to tell you today that you need to surrender your life completely to him and allow him to hold hold you and direct you and guide you if you only learn to understand that you can't do this without him you can't do it on your own ability you can't do it with your own strength and you learn to understand that yes that today i will turn my life around that today i'll give my life to the lord and i trust him to guide me all every step of the way and you need to learn that you see because if it, a pencil just being in the right place, being held by the right person can become an amazing things. In the hands of God, your possibilities are endless. In the hands of God, your possibilities are endless. If you learn to trust in the Lord, your story, your story, yeah, it might look like it's not going nowhere. It might look like it's the end of it. You might, it might, you might have hit a, a dead end in your life. You might feel like you have hit, you have 
fell into a pit this morning and you're going through the flooding and you feel like you're going through the fire but I've come to tell you that it's not over yet your life is not over yet your, your life is not finished you just got to turn around and say God that I'm going to trust in you this morning it's not the end until God says it's the end it's not over until God says it'll, it's over you know what? It, it might, you, you have probably have fell deep in a hole and you feel like there's no way out and, and there's no possibility I'm going to get out of this deep hole that I fell in my life because you maybe you have been held by the wrong people. You've been hanging around the wrong society. You've been hanging around the wrong influences, the wrong friends. How many know that the wrong friends can get you in the, in the wrong places? You hang, around, you hang around the wrong crowd, you end up in places you didn't, didn't want to be in. Oh, ain't nobody listening to me this morning. You, you hang out with the wrong people. But if you surround yourself with a, around the right people, you surround with people who think positive and, and think future and think possibilities in your life. You hang around the right people, my friend, people that will challenge you. Listen, if you are the smartest person in the group, you need to get new friends. If you're the smartest of your friends, you need new friends because you ain't going to challenge you any further than that. Because if you think you're the smartest one, you're in trouble now. But if you surround yourself with people who challenge you, inspire you, and, and motivate you, and teach you, and guide you, my friend, you know what? The possibilities are endless if we trust in the things of God. You know what? You, you, could have, you can fall in a pit this morning you could fall in a hole this morning and God God you there's still purpose for your life have I ever told you the story about that donkey that fell in that well God can you can make it out you can still get out of that situation and see because in the hands of God the possibilities are great your story is not over the scripture tells us that allow yourself to be placed in the hand, in the Father's hands, and you will see amazing things that you can do. If you allow yourself and you surrender yourself in the hands of God. And the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, get sharpened. Get sharpened. You know what? Just like a pencil has to be sharpened to become better, you can sharpen by going through various problems and trials, but it will indeed make you a stronger person. Men who have not been through trials and tribulations. Men, we all have experienced trials and tribulations. The book of James chapter 1, 2, and 4 tell us this. Tell us, consider it a pure joy. My brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Men, there are all kinds of trials. There are all kinds of obstacles that we face. And then it says, because you know that the testing of your faith develops, develops perseverance perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything in other words the troubles do not the trouble that sometimes are not brought by God but sometimes they're used by God to make you a stronger person things that you're facing right now you know things that you're going through by now you know what it might have nothing to do with God God didn't brought that on you but sometimes we brought it on ourselves 
we got ourselves in situations that we should not be in situations. Because we, we, we started following things that we should not be following or going places we should not be going to or listening things that we should not be listening to. And what happened is sooner or later you end up in a place or an environment that you have no business being at. But then when we get onto those situations and those problems, get what we do sometimes, we blame God for it. And God said, I have nothing to do with this. You did it all by yourself. But when you still face trials and tribulations and setbacks, guess what? Jesus is there for you. Jesus promised that in this world, trouble will come our way. But he didn't stop there. He said that he's, he has overcome the world. And that because he, ha, because he is in us, we're world overcomers too. Because he has overcome the world, we can overcome the world through him. Not through my own ability, not through my own. You can try it on your own, but I'll tell you what, you can try to do it on your own. You can try to do everything you can in your own strength, in your own ability. And guess what? You're going to fall flat on your face because you ain't going to make it. But you got to trust on and you got to trust in the. You got to hold on the hand of Jesus. I'm sure you can look back in your life and remember some tough times that you've been through. Man, some of you have been through some hard times. And you wonder, how, how is this going to work out for my good? How is this going to work out? Man, we've all been through hard times. The book of Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Man, all things will work out for his good. Even when it looks bad, you can you will look back years later. As time goes on, you look back and you go, you know what? Even what I even through the hell that I went through, somehow God worked it out for my good. It could have been worse. But God worked it out. Not only that, but you're able to correct mistakes. Just like a pencil has an eraser to be able to correct mistakes, you through the grace of God can correct mistakes and grow through them. Man, the mistakes, I mean, we all have made mistakes. But, but thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. He forgives us and search our hearts. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, the message says, Every part of Scripture is God breathed and useful one way or another. Showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's ways. Man, the, the scripture have a way of teaching us how to do right and live right. Have you ever been have you ever been convicted by reading the Bible sometimes and you know you should not be doing and you you know and, and somehow you read the scripture and, and God corrects you through the word of God? You know what I'm talking about this morning. God corrects us and, and, and you know what and, 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 and show us what to do right and live right by reading the scripture, by allowing the word of God to speak to us. Man, you know what? It, it has that ability. Paul writes to Timothy and says the scripture can be used to correct our mistakes. Think about it. You, you know what? When, when you go in the wrong direction and, 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 and following the wrong things and, and you allow the word of God to speak to you, man, it can turn you around and, and correct things. Now you're going the opposite direction. Man, it, it, you, you have the ability to do that. 
and scripture prompts us to, to do things about, about the mistakes we have made. One thing it tells us to do is to confess our sins. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from, from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, then we can come before the, for the Lord. And how many of y'all know, how many of y'all have made mistakes? Man, we all have. I have too. And some of our mistakes have, have to do with, with other people. And I, I talked about it a little bit last Sunday about this. You know what? You know, we can get in arguments. We can say things that we don't mean. We yell. We hate you, you know, from the pit of our, our, our selfishness, only to feel such remorse after, after the thoughts of, our, of what we have done have set in. Man, how many, how many times time we say things to each other, you know, maybe in a spouse, and you get in an argument with someone, and you say things, and you, and, and you regret it because they come out. We hurt each other. Instead of, instead of loving and respecting and understanding, sometimes we say things, you know what, you know what, how can we correct such mistakes? Well, the scripture helps us out there to do. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27 says, In your anger, do not sin. Oh, I can stop right there. In your anger, do not sin. Man, some of you can get mad really quick. Some of you can have bad tempers. And you get, you get mad real quick when the sugar starts dropping. You're getting hungry. That's why I let you out by 12 o'clock, because you start getting attitude after that. I'll start seeing the faces being made. But the Bible tells us in Ephesians 4, it says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Man, you, you, you get in an argument with your, your spouse or whatever, and you get an attitude. Oh, man, I, I can stop here. I ain't going to stay long because I want to finish this today. Today. It's done today, Sister Norm. Today. Man, but, but, but we get angry. And, 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 and you go mad. You go home, and you go to bed, or you allow anger to... To, to manifest in your heart and you allow anger to, to start growing in your spirit, man, it, 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 will, it will eat you up. Anger and bitterness and unforgiveness starts building up. Man, and, and, it, it will, and it's just a matter of time that it, 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 will, it, will, it will come out. You know, that, that anger is like, a, it's like a water heater, you know, that starts boiling in there. And you know what? They have a, 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 a what's it called? A pressure valve, you know what I mean? Because after a while, they need to release the pressure. But what happens is if you, if you don't have that, that valve, the, the pressure, that thing will explode. And some of you can explode real quickly with an attitude. You, you get an attitude. Oh, this ain't going. This ain't, this ain't, ain't, I'm moving on. I can tell some of the wives are saying, come on, preach. But they're scared to say it because you get mad. You get an attitude. But an attitude, you got to be careful. You know what? I would not baby that attitude if I was you. Don't baby that attitude. Don't feed it. Don't baby it. Not a, like a chia pet thing. You know what I mean? You, you water it. It's not an app, children. 
basically take care of it real quick. Go and apologize for what you said. You know what? You know how many times I have to have to go apologize to my wife? Just this morning I did. And she said, what, what are you apologizing for? I don't know. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure that I'm good. I'm okay. You know what? Because I'd rather be happy than be right. Smart man. For every mistake you have made, God has an answer. And a measure you, that you can use to correct it. The next thing moving in is moving quick is this. is, is what's inside of you. What's inside is what's inside of you, what matters. Just like a pencil, most important part is the lead that is inside. It is what's on the inside of you that, that it's important. That is important. It's what's inside of you. The part of you that makes you who you are and what you and what's inside of you. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, and the new has come. Man, I tell you what, when we allow the, a transformation in our life, when we allow the Spirit of God, when we allow the Lord to touch us and transform us, man, all the other stuff that we talked about, you know, the attitude and, you know, getting mad and all, hanging out, you know, that, that's going to change. When there's a true change in our hearts, when there's a true change in our life that we understand, listen, what I've been through and what I've been doing and my life that I, what, what, that I, that I call right now, it's not, it's, a, it's hurting my home, it's hurting my spouse, it's hurting my children. You know what, what, what kind of example am I going to be to my children? What kind of example am I going to be to my grandchildren? You know what, you start evaluating things in your life because you start to understand that, that there's, there's got to be a change within. Like I was talking to you about a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago about a renewing of the mind. You know, when you renew your mind, everything starts changing within. It comes from the inside out. You, you can look fine on the outside, but on the inside you're falling apart. And we got to be careful that. The Bible says, therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. It's what's on the inside. A lot of people look at the outside to judge someone. They only care about appearance or, or stature on their life. It, it, it's, it's not about what's on the inside. But it's not about the clothing you wear or, or, or how you style your hair. It's not about your weight or your height. It's not about your face or your teeth. It's not about your eyes or, or, or your nose. It's not about how much money, money you have. It's not about how popular you are. You know, I'm talking to anyone this morning. You know what? Our society have tried to program us, and Hollywood tried to program us that you're supposed to look like this and, 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 and dress like this. No, no, it's not the outside that God is looking at. That God's looking at the condition of the heart. What's on the inside? It's about what's on the inside. And 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things men look at. Men looks at the outward appearance, 
but the Lord looks at the heart. Ain't you glad the Lord looks at the heart? Because if it was by the outside appearance, some of you will have a hard time making it to heaven, I'm telling you. I know Ron will struggle going in there. Uh, I mean, if it was about appearance, if it was about looks, if it was about this or that, man, we'll have a hard time getting in heaven. But ain't you glad that it's not about the outside? It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where you've been. All that matters is that you have, your heart is right. And God, look at your heart that you're born again, that you love Jesus, and you go into heaven. That's all that matters, that you trust the Lord. Praise God. Woo! See, your heart is the most important part. Your heart is who you are. Are you trying to make me finish this sermon? And if you live your life like your heart, the most important part, then your heart will show through above and beyond your outer appearance. If your heart is your, if, is your heart that is going to move you forward, it is your heart that is going to help you succeed, is your heart. That your heart is right, your heart is pure, your heart is clean. Man, there's nothing like knowing that you're right with God. And when you're right with God, everything else changes. When you're right with God, your attitude changes. Your appearance changes. Your behavior changes. Your attitude, all that changes. When you are right with the Lord, when you're serving God, there is a change that starts happening. And, 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 and people start looking at you. There's something different about him. There's something different about her. Because your heart has been captivated by God. Your heart has been captured by the spirit of the living God. Samuel, in 1 Samuel 17, 45, when, when, when David came, you know, shepherd boy, and, and, and faced the giant Goliath. The Bible says that David said to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword and a spear. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. Man, you know what? It's, it's what David understood. Yes, I'm not big, be a big guy, and I'm, I can't fight this guy. But I tell you what, I'm fighting him because what the Lord has inside of me, what's inside of me, I'm going to overcome this giant, my friend. And I don't know what you're going through right now, but I've come to tell you this morning that what's inside of you is greater than what's outside. What bigger, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You're going to overcome the enemy. You're going to overcome the giant that is before you. Whatever you're facing right now, that you allow God to say, God, it is through you that I'm going to make it. It is through you that I can overcome this battle. It's not my own ability, but it's you that you're working through me that I'm going to slay and kill this giant in my life. Woo! Praise the Lord. Giants in our life and the last thing I want to talk to you about this morning is leave your mark leave your mark just like a pencil its purpose is to to leave its mark you are to leave your mark wherever you go this is important in our lives no matter what the situation you must continue to serve God in everything 
you continue to be faithful in God in everything. Yes, I've gone through some stuff and I've been through some stuff and I'm facing some stuff. But through it all, through it all, you remain faithful. Through it all that I'm going to leave my mark in this world. I'm going to leave a legacy in my home. I'm going to leave a legacy in my family that, that they can look back and say, yes, my dad was faithful. My grandpa was faithful. My mom was faithful because they have left a mark in my life. Through all that they've been through, through all they face. You see, no matter where you go, you can make a difference. You can leave you can, you can leave behind a legacy. You can, you can influence people and do it by just being yourself. You don't have to fit into, 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 into the crowd. You don't have to give into the peer pressure. You don't have to follow everyone else. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do, whether... Whether in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give thanks to God the Father through Him. So in other words, you ain't doing what you're doing to impress people. We ain't here to impress people. I tell you what, the older I'm getting, the less I care what you think. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The older I'm getting, the, the less I care about what people think. The, the older I'm getting, the less I care about stuff. I've been trying to get rid of stuff lately. If, if you have not used it in five years, get rid of it. Stuff. You can make your mark by being you. You can make your mark by standing up for God. You can make your mark by declaring your faith. That's how you leave your mark in this world. But understanding that even through the flood, even through hell, and even through stuff that come against me, that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall. I ain't gonna give up. That I'm gonna leave my mark in this world because I know the one who picks me up. I know the one who will guide me. I know the one who will direct me. Can I get somebody to help me this morning? I know the one who is faithful through it all in my life because I've seen him with my eyes I've seen what he have done in the past and he will do it again Woo! praise the Lord get up on your feet this morning get up on your feet this morning as we close in a moment here father father we just thank you for your blessings we thank you for your word this morning God I pray Lord that it will just not be another message, God. But I pray that this message will change our lives, God. Allow the Holy Spirit to penetrate our hearts this morning. Let the Holy Spirit to transform us and change our thinking. To renew our mind. To renew our, 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 our thoughts as well, God. Lord, make us to be a better husband. Make us to be a better wife. And Lord, help us to be a better uh, a father and mother, God. Help us to your spirit, Lord. Father, that we can learn from a pencil this morning, God. Lord, I pray this morning, Lord, that you will touch each one with your power this morning. Let us pray. Lord, I pray right now for a fresh anointing upon those who are watching online and those who are here in person. 
I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, that you will just show up in their lives, God. Lord, let these words penetrate their hearts. And I give you the praise and the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now, give the Lord a clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. God is good. God is faithful. We serve an awesome God. Amen. Praise. Somebody say hallelujah this morning. Somebody say praise the Lord this morning. Praise God. Listen, don't forget, next Sunday, come back next Sunday, 11 o'clock. If you need special prayer, you can come on out. We'll be glad to pray for you. If you need to be dismissed, you can see yourself dismissed. God bless you. We love you. Appreciate you.